What tendencies do you see in your son personality that make him a quality football player? I would say his demeanor. He never get too high. He never get too low. He's always even kill, huh? He's, he's always even kill. You know, they could be down by a touchdown with two minutes to go. And his teammates pretty much know he's going to pretty much get the ball. <laughs> so, he, so he makes them, you know, when they look at him, he's so calm. That makes them calm. So right. he just, he liked it. It's kind of weird because he don't like the spotlight. He don't like attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he does like it because he liked to win at the last minute. So, Dang. That's what comes with it when you're a star on your own. Whether he likes it or not, you're going to get that attention. You just had to handle it. And with you guiding him in the right direction that you've been his whole life, he's going to be all right. What's he like on the car ride home after a tough game? And not necessarily they have to lose, but say he didn't play as well as he would like, or maybe they did lose. How is he in the car? He's quiet. My mm-hmm. up is he's the type that likes to think. So it's kind of like he's a thinker. So he got less stuff processed. If he coming off a loss, on the way home, you know, I kind of ask him questions. Hey, what happened? He's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so right. it's, pretty much, it's pretty much the next day or later on that evening when he, you know, process everything. Then he come to talk to me. Hey, dad, I can't believe this happened or I can't believe we lost, you know, stuff like that. So he takes more after his mom when it comes to that aspect. He got to let stuff, right. he got to make stuff make sense to him. Like what happened? And at that age, that's pretty impressive. He's showing he's a mature player at the age of 12. And, like, there's some guys, pros, who can't even, you know, handle it. So I think about it before they say something in the media that they probably shouldn't have said. Right. So for him to kind of have that self-awareness at this age, is that's a testament to you and his mother. So you guys are obviously doing a great job raising him. What life lessons do you hope he gains from playing football? Me, personally, I learned a lot. Like, for example, accountability discipline, and even patience. What life lesson do you hope he could learn? Pretty much our motto, I tell my kids, my son, my daughter, is hard work pays off. You know, hard work pays off. If you put in the work, it's going to pay off. Also, you know, sportsmanship, pretty much the core values. You know, have a good attitude, Mm -hmm. have high character, you know, be a high character kid. Make sure you get along with everybody. Make sure you know, yes, sir, no, sir. Make sure you do what the coach asks you to do. And uh, if he does those things, man, he can be successful. Yeah, because like football, it's it's a game, but man, it could so many things translate just from the field to in life. So those, like you said, those core values, we learning them early. We're instilling them. He's gonna take that for him forever. That's good, right? Because you know nowadays, nah. you know with social media and stuff, you know it's more pressure. Oh my, the kids, they, they look at everything because like. Us being in Texas, in like the city that we live in, it's Allen. You know, Allen is always like number one, number two, number three in the nation every year. It's Ooh. Allen. The school that he will be attending, like the high school he will be attending, it's the same high school Kyler Murray went to. Oh, yeah. So they got history. Like you said, yeah. one, two, three in the nation. And then you got a, a dude like Kyler Murray who's in the league. You know, he's located, he's the face of the franchise of the Cardinals. So, right. Right. like you said, so. Yeah, and but that takes it back to his personality. He's even killed, so I think he'll be all right to handle the spotlight because he's going to continue to be the star that he is. I believe. Exactly. Now, I asked Caleb who gave him the nickname the Jet. He wasn't really sure, so I'm going to ask you: Who gave him that nickname, and when did he get it? And is there a story behind it? Well, it's this guy named Courtney Jackson. Courtney does the CCE out here in Texas. Well, it's kind of nationwide now. So what he does is like. 
he does like a youth football ranking, like magazine, and he ranks the kids. Mm-hmm. So I think one time we was just talking when Kayla was probably like, he started select in third grade, so he was doing eight U. And Courtney and I were just talking like, man, we need to get a nickname for uh, Caleb. Mm-hmm. So we were thinking of nicknames, and my aunt was thinking of names as well. And we came up with the Jet because he's so fast and nobody can catch him. Like once he hit the once he hit that edge. He just, I seen it on film. I seen it on the field and I seen it out there on the track. The name sticks. It's legit. Yeah. So there's, there's no hype there. He is the jet. Yeah. What is the PYFL? Is it, is it a part of the Snoop League? Cause it looks big time. I mean, kids are playing on turf fields every week, playing high school stadiums. Can you tell us more about that? Do you recommend this league at all? Well, I think they changed the name, but that was. Mm-hmm. We didn't play in the PYFL this year, but the previous past two years was called Premier Youth Football League. And uh, okay. it's not the same as the Snoop Youth Football League, but it is ran through, uh, it's called Texas, I think it's Texas Youth Force, so Texas Youth Football League or something like that. But the league that we played in this year was Texas Force Youth Football League. And uh, that was real competitive this year. Real competitive. So would you say this one's a little more competitive than the Premier League or yeah, about the, the same? Huh? The league that we played in. Well, you know what, man, to be honest with you, the league that we played in this year had like two really good teams and everybody okay. else we kind of blew out. So the two teams mm. that was good in our league, we lost to those teams. We had one game one, but they said that our touchdown didn't count, that we had legal formation. Ooh. With two seconds. Controversy. Yes, with eight seconds left. <laughs> and we were playing on a home field. <laughs> so, so we, you know, hey, it is what it is, man. But yep. uh, we ended up losing that game in overtime. And so. It's rough. But the league, uh, the PYFL league, we had maybe two or three good teams. I think, oh, man, you know, I think this year's league was more politics, man. It was like, they had favorites, like the teams they wanted to win and be in the championship, stuff like that. Right. And, but it is what it is, man. He did his thing, you know, and he had a great youth career. And now it's time to move on to the time know, to, Yeah, it's to time to get on. So I'm glad you transitioned right into that because that was my next question. So like I was telling Caleb, I played football. I didn't really play youth football. I didn't start playing football till middle school. Seventh grade was my first year. And the only reason I really played was because everybody was calling me soft because I play soccer. I played to play soccer. When I was younger, I had to go outside, like to ride my bike and to hang out with my friends. I wasn't trying to, my brother played football, my older brother, he played football and these dudes practice every day. I'm like, Oh no. And right. then Tiger's home is dark. No, I need to hang out. So right. I finally played, but I played in the street and played outside with my friends all the time. So I knew I was good. They're calling me soft. No, I got something to prove now. So I went out there. I'm done playing. So I'm bragging about myself a little bit. I was a beast. Uh-huh. And I did my thing or whatever. So now I see that he's going to be going to Ford Middle School next year. Correct. All right. So how's that team? What are you looking forward to from going from youth to the middle school level for Caleb and yourself? Like, what are you guys expecting? Well, Is there going to be a big know, difference in size and speed or... Yeah, I mean, once you get older, you know, like I tell my kids, each year the kids will get quicker, they'll get faster, they'll be stronger. You know, I, as long as Caleb put his, you know, put the work in, he's going to be fine. But at four, you know, like I said, Allen, it's a system. 
So, mm-hmm. oh my God. So right now at the high school, the enrollment is 7,000. It's the largest school mm-hmm. in Texas. It might be the largest wow. school in the country. Yeah, if so, it's the largest school in Texas, it's got a good chance of being the largest school in the country. <laughs> right. So it's real competitive. So they got three middle schools in Allen. So each middle school could be real competitive. And, you know, he just got to put in the work. And uh, he has a chance. I mean, like the coaches already know him. So they excited to have him. Like I said, man, we, he just got to put in the work. As long as he, you know, continue to do well in school and make good grades and, you know, be a good high character kid, man, he'd be fine, man. But we, yeah. as parents, as parents, we're looking forward to, I mean, number one, it's right up the street. We don't, like, okay, <laughs> we don't have to travel yeah, forty-five, you know, hours to a game. <laughs> you know, select, it's select. It's yep. all over. It's like DFW. You gotta go mm-hmm. far. But now it's like he gonna be playing with the kids that he go to school with. He gonna be playing with his friends. Yeah. So that camaraderie is gonna be real. Right. right. So this spring, we're excited because he's gonna be doing seven on seven with his uh, future mm-hmm. teammates. So they go have that, you know, get like you said, camaraderie and try to get used to each other and, you know, get used to the quarterback and yeah. stuff like that. So we're excited, man. And we're just looking forward to meeting, you know, meeting the parents and meeting the coaches and time to rock and roll. Yep. Man. It's time, to, time to get yeah. going. Yeah, we're excited to cover them. We're going to be checking up with you guys in this spring too. As soon as that 707 starts ending, we're going to be seeing what's up now. Yeah, yeah. All right. I see Caleb as a trainer. How was Coach Flight as a trainer? Would you recommend him to other kids? Like, what do you like about Coach Flight? What does he do well? Tell us about him. Pump him up. He's your kid's trainer. Let's yeah, hear about yeah. him. Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm always referring Coach Flight to or people to Coach Flight. What I like about Coach Flight, he's real patient, man. He's a good teacher. He played college ball at uh like a small school in Kentucky. And like in high school, the reason, okay, I'm going to start from the beginning. So his name is Coach Flight because he had hops. So okay. in high school, you know, he could jump out the, yeah, yeah. He's like, Coach Flight probably like, he heard this interview. He's like, man, I'm taller than that. He's probably like 5'11", I guess. Okay. So uh, he's about 5'11". So he told me like he used to just dunk on people. And he did long jump as well in track. I think he was all state in long jump So because he, he could jump so high. So when we started with Coach Flight, Kayla was like in the second grade. So Coach Flight was just getting started with his personal training, trying to get clients to come to him. But now, man, I remember like Coach Fly when we first started with him, he had maybe 2,000 followers. So mm-hmm. third grade, what's that, about four years ago? So now he got like up to probably like 15,000 followers. I mean, every, wow. high school, every high school recruiter, I mean, like recruiting services, he has all the top DBs in the state of Texas. Okay. Like, Coach Fly knows what he's doing because we all know Texas is, right. Texas is where football is at. So we know that. And if he's got right. college coaches, he's got connections, so he knows what he's doing. Parents, listen to Dale. Go check out Coach Fly. He can get your kids right. And that just leads me into my next question. Do you think kids should get a trainer at that age? Or do you think they should wait till they get a little older? Like, we know Caleb, he, he's special. He was legit. You've seen that talent at a young age. So not everybody's going to have that type of ability at his age that he does. So would you recommend a trainer or would you recommend just the way they get a little older. That's a good question, man. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> like, in situ- like, like in our situation, man, I saw something special in my son. Like I said, probably when he started playing tackle in first grade, he was playing a grade mm-hmm. up. And he was dominating. I mean, he was just, they just couldn't stop him. I'm like, man, hey, 
<laughs> and we got the third grade. I said, man, it's time to get out of Allen and stop playing, you know, reg ball. Let's go across town on the south side and see how you do against them boys across town. I start, I start playing select. Mm-hmm. So to go back to your question, I would say probably, yeah, I'd say probably like fifth grade. I'd say I start probably okay. like fifth sixth grade. Probably fifth or sixth grade. Because uh, let's go back to basketball. Like basketball, I think you got to, it's a skill. It's a skill sport. Yes, I think, it is. I think, it I think sure you need a personal is. trainer at a young age, probably like first, second grade. You mm-hmm. know? But like and, it, and it's it's very important finding the right trainer. Like right. the same trainer for your son might not be the same trainer for somebody else's son. And then you just don't want to go with anybody because, you know, I'm learning. That's the reason we started this is one to learn and to help others. Uh-huh. So what I'm learning in the football world, basketball, there's so many trainers out there stealing money. Like they, they got kids out there doing all kinds of stuff that's not going to translate to the game or get them any better. It just looks good. For social media, it's about finding. And right now, Coach Flight seems like the guy. So you know, get with him. What's his? He he is a Twitter, Facebook. He's on there. Go find him, Coach Flight. Yeah, Coach Flight, man. You go to my social media play. I think it's at Coach Flight on Twitter. I think it's yep. at Coach Flight or Mister Flight, something like that. Okay, so, yeah. so do you believe in kids playing multiple sports, or should they pick one and put all their time into one sport? Dude, you got to play multiple sports, man. I agree. I'm tell you, I'm, tell I'm, me I'm why. Tell you why. Okay, so my son plays football. He runs track. My daughter mm-hmm. does. She's an All-American. Both of them All-American in track. But she's an All-American in track as well. But she got the state record in long jump. And Ooh. she came in second nationally this year in long jump. And what's her name? Her name is Sydney Smith. Sydney Smith, All-American, state record, long jump. Yeah, she's jumping 15 feet at age 10 years old. Wow. So, okay, with this football thing, man, <laughs> my son, <laughs> you already know my son's story. Okay, so we, we, we have track. We start track for them. They start working out in track maybe from like end of February all the way, making the Junior Olympics. That's all the way to like the first week of August. So my kids always make it to Junior Olympics, right? So mm-hmm. once we get back from out of town, from whatever state we're coming from, like the next day, he goes straight to football, okay? So football mm-hmm. takes you from August all the way to, if you go far and make it a state, if you do national, it could take you up like to, uh, December. So after football, I give my kids rest. Like Caleb, he takes like a two-month off period so his body can recover, he can rest, he can be a kid. Right. But Completely agree here. Out here in Texas, man, I get people like coaches inbox me all the time, like, can Caleb do FBU? Can he do an all-star game? Can he do these tournaments? And I'm like, no. Yeah. He's tired. <laughs> he got the rest. It's like, I'm not, he's not going to do football 24-7, like 12 months out of the year. And right. the coaches get upset with me. They be literally like, be mad at me when I, when I tell them, <laughs> no, he got the rest. So, yeah. man, multiple sport, man, because, you know, this football might not pan out. So he could have, you know, mm-hmm. maybe he could have a backup playing track or soccer or whatever you know, sport, you know, your kid plays. So to me, man, I read a story about college coaches, college football coaches. They don't recruit mm-hmm. kids unless they play multiple sports. Like oh, they want, like yes. they want their, they want their skilled players to run track. Yeah. And track, track can translate to so many other sports. If you're a basketball player, track will help you that. If you're a soccer player, track can help you there. Baseball, track can help you there. Literally, it can help every single sport. I think it's the best 
complimentary sport out there. And I tell people all the time, man, I say, man, I tell, I talk to parents, I talk to coaches, and I talk to uh, the kids. I'm like, hey, you need to run a track. Oh, I want to run a track. Why? Because the workouts are hard. I said, really? Yes. <laughs> man, I said, if you play football, man, I'm telling you, that track speed would translate to the football field. Oh, it's, it's, well, he could play soccer. I said, man, that, yeah, that's good condition as well. But I'm saying, man, that track workout, man, out here, July, 100 degree weather. <laughs> man, football, yeah. when you put your pass on, they good. Like, man, I've been out here, the track is all day. So we get there at right. 8, 8 o'clock in the morning. We won't leave the facility. We won't leave the track meet to like 4 or 5 o'clock in the evening. Wow. Okay, now so, let me ask you this. What advice would you give a parent who believes their kid might fall behind or lose something in the offseason because they're playing a different sport? Well, if they play a different sport, man, I say like on the side, man, just continue like just doing little things like throwing the ball, okay. catching right. the ball, throwing the ball, just stay in the – like do, get the ladder, do some footwork. Yeah, you can improve without actually playing, yeah, 11 on 11. You can still get better. Right. Yeah. And just use, using those different mind. muscles. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like That's my great son, art. man, just like with Caleb, you know, he's now getting to the age. Now he can kind of start lifting weights a little bit, mm-hmm. like thirteen when you get to the age. But like right now, man, like just like you said, like with track, we just do jump rope, jump rope, jump 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 really? rope. Have him do push ups. We do like three sets of fifty push ups or whatever. He how many he do? Then he do three sets of like curl. And that's all you need okay. like, for, for your chest, your you know your chest, your shoulders, your arms, and the jump rope is just for your you know your speed. So just little yeah. stuff like that, man. So that you know if you plan, you know if you're doing track, just doing a little workout gets you ready for football, just for the contact, getting stronger, getting bigger. So you know I just stay in the mode, do whatever you can do to yeah. stay in that mode. Yeah, stay around the game of football. You don't necessarily have to be playing it, but just stay around it while you're doing you know baseball, basketball, whatever what you're doing right. or if you're just taking time off now and i'm glad you brought up that jump rope because i had a I had a kid well he's not even a kid he's my friend he's coaching in oklahoma basketball now he's a former professional his name is stevie taylor and his dad i'm talking since we were like second grade his dad had this boy jumping rope every day i'm talking after we lose a game he's stevie's jumping rope after practice right. we're right stevie's jumping rope and i mean division one played at ou went overseas was a pro now he's coaching college basketball like the stuff his dad doing is some similar stuff that you have Caleb and your daughter doing, and it paid off. So they're just, you know, witnesses of what you're doing now. So keep that up. Keep them up. And even if they don't want to do it, suck it up and get those, yeah. you know, get those jumps in. <laughs> and I tell them all the time, man, that they don't want to do it. I mean, I, my kid's not perfect. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, they be complaining, oh, I feel like working out today. Or right. <laughs> I've I been say, there. I say, I say, man, the goal is I, I keep it real with my kid. I said, mom and dad can't afford college. We can't spend no $50,000 a year on on tuition. Yeah. I said, when you sign that letter of intent, wherever you go, I don't care if you're playing basketball, golf, whatever sport, four or five years from now, I said, you go come to us and say, hey, thank you for pushing me. Because I I Mm. read it all the time about these recruits. Once they sign, they think they're mom and dad. Like, thank you for pushing me. Thank you for picking me up. Thank Mm -hmm. you for taking me all, you know, the practice every day, the game day across town, do do do. So it go click like man, all that stuff we did when we were six, seven, eight years old, this stuff it paid off. Man, so, you sound exactly like my parents. Like that's yeah. what my mom said. You know, you're in high school, 
I want some money. I need to get a job. I said, no, <laughs> your job is to play basketball and get a scholarship. That was, that was my job. So right. when I got that scholarship, I went D1. I thought I worked hard. I got to Division One. Hardest thing I ever done in my life. Literally after about two months, I'm ready to come home. Like we got a little break. I got to come home. I told my mom, I'm not going back. No, can't do it. Too stressful. It's hard. I'm not the best player. I'm on the pine, getting cussed out every day. And they're like, dude, you're not quitting. You're not a quitter. You're not living here if you come home. And I'm like, dang, they ain't going to let me stay there. I'm like, fine, go leave my brother. No, you're not. So, you know, I took my butt back to school. Literally two weeks later, we had our first preseason game. You know, I had seven points, got a post-game interview. I'm feeling good, you know. It didn't work out at that school. I ended up transferring whatever, but I still achieved my goals and, you know, went played professionally overseas for three, four years. So it all worked out, but... That's just that tough love from them parents. And, right. you know, like, I'll never forget it. You know, I thank them all the time. And if they don't remember, they're going to listen to this and they hear me thanking them now. So thanks. Right. And, uh, like, last summer, Caleb had to fight adversity. You know, he got injured running track. Like, mm-hmm. the first track meet, so, like, the first track meet, he had a hip flexor strain. So that mm-hmm. slowed him down for, like, two months, like, pretty much the whole track season. He couldn't never really get his speed back to where he was before, you know, he had that injury. But the thing was, man, he was kind of upset, you know, he couldn't practice some and just do the workouts like he normally does. But when the time counted, like towards the end of the season, when he had to do, you know, the association regionals, he still made it to Junior Olympics, like the top five out of the regionals. Mm-hmm. Make it to Junior Olympics. And Only five, he, five. Yeah, five. And he kids, like I said, Picture 12-year-olds running like 12-2, 12-1, And he still made it. He finished like third in the 100, in the 200. I think he finished, I can't remember, fourth. And long jump, I told him just to get a mark because, you know, he'll play the same when you're jumping. You know, that hurts. So right. he made a long jump and like he jumped like a 16-4 and, uh, and he qualified. So he, he made an all three event and that told me right there, this kid got hard. He fought through adversity, pain, everything, man. And Toughness. We, we, and we were so proud of him, man, to make it to North 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 Carolina. That's what I'm so impressed. He's doing this at this age. like So he's yeah. only going to keep getting stronger and better. He's going to look back like, I, I did that then. So yeah. what I'm facing now, because that's not going to be the first, the last time he goes through some adversity. So all you got to remember, the last time he faced it, he got through it, right? So you're going to get through this next one, too. That'll just be right. his reminder. Yeah, it was hard for him because it was the first time he ever been like injured, like hurt, hurt, mm-hmm. you know. So know. just to fight that man, it was good. It was hard to see, man, because we used to him doing really well, like top three in the country every year. But you know, he still made the Junior Olympics, and it was hey, God is good, man. Yes, he is all the time. Now, now tell me this: you brought up your daughter Sydney. I was going to ask you about her anyway. So I see you, you let me know she's an all American. She's a state record holder in Texas. Come on. All those people there, the biggest state. Come on. That's impressive. Tell me who's the better athlete, Caleb or Sydney? It's 50 50. Come on. It's 50 50. It's 50 50, man. This, I had to ask. Say, man, this, this, when, like my daughter, man, she does like cheerleading and like, like mm-hmm. the competitive cheer and gymnastic stuff. Like the stuff she was doing, like she's 10, right? So they 20 months apart at grade apart. So like she started doing flips, like when she was 
That's when she started walking, man. She was like always doing cartwheels, like one or two years old. And then she just started watching YouTube and just learning how to do flips on her own. And so, you know, wow. we start putting her in like gymnastics class. So that really helps her. It really translates her like in long jump. She's really good in long jump because she's so flexible. So, mm-hmm. man, like the things she do, like she's fast too. So she made all three of her events too long in uh, track. So, so she does long jump and what, what else does she do? She does, she does the 100 long jump and the four by one relay. Okay. Oh, she's, that's impressive. So she has some serious speed. She's running the 100 and four by one. Yeah. You know, she was upset this year at national AAU junior Olympics in uh, North Carolina. Who was that? Um, uh, North Carolina A&T. Who was there? Yes, we this year. And, uh, she barely missed. She got second nationally in long jump. She barely missed first place. So that hurt her. She was so hurt that she didn't get first place. But I said, baby, oh, sorry. you got second you out of all 90 girls, <laughs> in the 90 right. girls out of the best girls in the country. And I said, Nick, I said, hey, second place, you got a silver medal? Man, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, exactly. That's impressive. Yeah. So, you know, hey, they both talented, man. We blessed to have good kids, athletic kids. You know, hopefully they can, you know, continue getting better and continue moving forward. Man, this has been a great interview. It's great talking to you, talking to Caleb, hearing about Sydney as well. We're going to continue to follow Caleb's career, and we're also going to check in on Sydney. She's saying records. We're going to, you know, future USA Olympian. You never know. So we're going to keep up with her as well. All right, Dale. So now the interview is over. I'm going to give you free reign. You said a lot. You've been great. If there's anything you want to say, promote your business, your coach, whatever you want to do, you go ahead. You got free reign to speak now. I'm just going to say, like, if you want to, you know, I guess I don't think I can think of, like, follow me. If you want to follow me on social media, my Twitter handle is at Cardell. That's C-A-R-D-E-L-L 25. And Instagram is the same at Cardell 25. And once Caleb gets to seventh grade, he's going to have his own social media page. Yep, I like how you got that. You got to wait. You don't need no social media at 12, 6th grade. Come on yeah. now. So with me, Give them something to look forward to. I don't, I don't post. I, everything I post is on my kids. It's not nothing on me. So right. people follow me because of my kids. So, yeah. Yep, that's why I follow you. 